This podcast was recorded on April 10th. It reflects our views at the time of the recording and should be used as reference only. We recommend that you talk to your Warren Avert advisor or another business advisor for the most current information or the guidance specific to your organization. Welcome to The Wrap, a Warren Averett podcast for business leaders designed to help you access vital business information and trends when you need it so you can listen, learn, and then get on with your day. Time is tight. That's why our advisors have wrapped up today's most timely topics into a podcast with actionable advice. Now, let's get down to business. Hey, Paul. Hey, Kim. How are you today? I'm doing good. How are you doing today? I'm doing good in my um, working from home. I'm in finishing up week three of that, and I think we're finally getting settled and getting into a routine, so I think we're doing good. How about you? Doing good. Uh, the weeks have all run together now, so I don't really know what week we're in, but we're, we're making it. Well, good. I'm glad that you're doing well and your family's healthy and all of those things. But with all the changes that we've experienced in the last few weeks related to this pandemic and just the, the pivot that companies have had to make, we felt it was necessary to continue with our special edition of these podcast episodes to address the issues that business owners are facing in these just rapidly changing times. So we are going to be releasing several episodes this week that are specific to issues that we are hearing from business owners that they need help with. So we've picked experts within Warren Averett to speak on these topics. And today we're going to be starting uh, that series focused specifically on working capital. And I think that it's going to be very timely, relevant information with some specific things that owners can do to help their businesses right now. Absolutely, Kim. And, and today with us, we have Hanny Ackle and Roger Spain. Hanny Ackle is a member within the firm in our Transaction Advisory Services Group. Uh, Roger has been on a podcast with us before. Roger is um, a member in the consulting um, division of the firm, and we're glad to have you guys here with us. Thank you, guys. Glad to be here. Looking yeah. forward to it. So, Hanny, maybe you can just walk us through some just kind of key things that business owners need to consider before we start talking about the specifics related to working capital, what are some things in general that you think are, is good for business owners to keep in mind during these rapidly changing times? Yeah, absolutely. Thanks, Kim. Thanks, Paul. Um, as far as what to think about, you know, we want to be as helpful and informative as we possibly can be, but it's important for business owners to remember that every business is different and there's really no silver bullet here. So sometimes it's trial and error but uh, making the most informed decision is the best possible case here. One thing we want folks to remember is, is be aware of analysis paralysis, of course. You know, don't spend uh, too much time trying to analyze a particular situation, come up with the perfect, perfect solution. Uh, action is needed right now, and in many cases, immediate action is needed. So try not to become complacent, try to be deliberate and try to be very rational, um, but, but take action as, as quickly as you possibly can. While it's not ideal, um, this is a great opportunity to try to improve and strengthen your business. So take it, take it as it comes. Um, creativity and innovation, really important. I think we've all heard the word unprecedented times uh, more often than we have in our entire lives at this point, but it, but it really is. And so embrace it, think out of the box. Um, try to think of better ways to operate and serve your stakeholders. Um, last but not least, discipline and focus. Uh, we're going to say this a lot because uh, we really feel strongly about this, especially in the in the working capital section. But 
you know, be disciplined. And, and again, I know we're talking out of both sides of our mouth when we, when we talk about being creative, but also being disciplined at the same time. Um, but they have to coexist in this particular environment. So be disciplined best you can. Don't make rash decisions. Um, don't stock up on a bunch of inventory just because it's a great deal. Don't fire all your employees because you need to save some cash. Uh, there's, there's a happy medium through all of this, and y'all just need to, need to remember that. And then as far as focus goes, you know, remember to focus on your core operations and your business. You know, any ancillary or side projects that, that, are, that are allowed to be put on hold is probably best to try to put them on hold. Uh, if, if a project doesn't contribute to the bottom line in the near term, I would suggest, you know, putting that on hold. So just some, some key points to consider before we get going. If I were to, I would uh, just chime in with, uh, you know, a similar idea and, and, and trying to, to summarize it, maybe to say to be overall, to be strategic, purposeful and thorough is, is maybe how I would work. Some good advice there, guys. We appreciate that. So let's jump right into working capital. So all businesses are really at a critical point to survive or to shutter at this point. So what are the top things you would do to ensure you have sufficient working capital to survive? Yeah, I'll take that first. I think. Um, you know, we've all heard the phrase cash is king. And I think uh, in times like these is where, where I think it was born. So um, knowing your numbers, I think we said that in previous podcasts and, and we, we feel strongly about this today. Uh, know your numbers is really important. How much cash do you really need? How much cash do you actually have? I know that seems like a primitive question, but uh, some people don't, don't really know uh, where their cash balances happen to be. And it's not just looking in the bank. Uh, it's not quite that simple. And so knowing your cash conversion cycle, that's really important. Um, tracking your cash balances on a daily basis. I mean, that is required. I know it seems like overkill, but it really isn't. I mean, you've got to track your cash religiously at this point. And I guess the, the bottom line is if you run out of cash, uh, it potentially is game over for your business. So keep that harsh reality in mind. Um, secondly, I would say cost containment is extremely important at this stage. We're, we're going to go over that in, in, uh, at a later time. And so I won't dig into it at this particular moment, but it boils down to trying to reduce your expenses best you can to free up some cash. So uh, if there's any unnecessary expenses in there, let's try to eliminate them or pause them temporarily best you can. And I guess last point I'll make here is, is have a plan. Uh, cash flow modeling is extremely important right now. Very, very critical to run uh, multiple scenarios. Definitely, you want to run a worst case scenario and build in some if then situations. For example, you know, if we collected zero cash next month, which could be the case in, in some situations, then what do you have to do? Uh, do you have to eliminate two, three, four positions? Build that into your scenarios. Also, consider benchmarking to your peers and your, your competition. Uh, think about your key performance indicators. If you're not tracking those, I, I would suggest coming up with a few that, that are at the root of your business and, and start tracking them immediately. Um, your liquidity ratios are always very important in this particular situation. But uh, bottom line is, once you have all your numbers sorted out, you've run several models, uh, pick the one that's the most realistic and, and make that your plan. And then it's time to execute um, swiftly, smartly, and of course, track your actual results as you go. Um, I would say at least do that on a weekly basis, if not daily, uh, as you progress through this. You know, you're right. Um, gosh, uh, and, and you, you, you said it so well, and I think even in the right order, you know, cash is king, contain your cost and make a plan. That's, that's so critical, those three things. So Roger, when we talk about cash and projecting for sufficient working capital, 
what's the appropriate amount of time that a company should plan for? How much how much cash should they have on hand? Yeah, so right now, uh, you, you know, businesses typically think in terms of an annual budget, and they do that typically monthly, maybe quarterly, um, and or maybe even only annually. But, you know, um, right now, we don't know how long it's going to take us to get through this difficulty. So in terms of how far out a business should be projecting, it could be one year, could be two years. Um, I, you know, I would I would think that uh, business would shoot for the longer term, and if it if we work out of it more quickly, then just revise the projections. But more importantly, I think Kim is that the businesses that have typically thought in terms of monthly budgeting or monthly projections, it it may be appropriate for most businesses even to switch and start thinking in terms of weekly projections and weekly cash flows. You know, a lot can change within a month, uh, as we've seen in the last three weeks. So most of the clients that we're working with, we're we're preparing or assisting them in preparing 13 and 26 week weekly cash projections, and that seems to be helping them um, plan for a lot of uh, contingencies or unknowns. So that's what I would say is let's let's look at weekly in the near term, but let's also be thinking one and two years out. To add to what Roger said, um, we've had several clients reaching out to us lately on the 13 and 26 week cash flows and and tracking it on a weekly basis. So updating this every week, week in, week out. And so we've got several templates that we're happy to share with with anybody that needs them um, and walk you through how those work. And absolutely, we can we can be you know very helpful to you guys if if anybody's in need of some cash flow forecasts. Want to receive a monthly newsletter with wrap topics? Head on over to warrenaverett.com forward slash the wrap and subscribe to our email list to have it delivered right to your inbox. And guys, uh, as you put together plans, as you think about the risks that are out there, I'm sure there are some pitfalls um, that people should keep in mind. And so kind of, Roger, if you don't mind, what are some of those pitfalls people are thinking about and, and trying to, to navigate around? Yeah, the first one that comes to mind, Paul, is, you know, I'm a glass half full kind of person, and I know a lot of business owners out there are the same way, but um, I think it is so critical that business owners approach this with a heavy dose of realism and possibly even pessimism. You know, my advice would be to plan for the worst and hope for the best as they're preparing these projections and doing, you know, working through these plans. Um, You know, it could include things like, what happens if you lose a, a key customer or a key vendor? And you know that, that could upset the balance of, of cash receipts of a, of, from a customer, or even how much you're having to pay for supplies or, or materials if you were to lose a key vendor. Uh, what if you lose important employees? Uh, what if cash gets tight enough that it makes it difficult to make payroll? Uh, don't forget about the covenants associated with, with your loans or your credit facilities for your business. Um, and do you, do you have processes in place to, to give you the data that you need in order to make the informed decisions that, that are, are necessary uh, to, to allow you to navigate the difficulty? Uh, you know, it, it's got to be real and it's got to consider some of these worst case scenarios. And again, hoping for the best, but planning for the worst. Yeah, Roger, I, I completely agree with that. I mean, definitely you know, not looking at this through rose-colored glasses is extremely important right now. Um, thinking about the worst case scenario and, and making that uh, the, the plan that you execute on, and if things come out better, 
so be it. But uh, we would be terrible advisors if we we didn't warn you to to think about the worst possible scenario here. So I agree completely with all of that. And Hanny, you'd mentioned this in the in the opening around communicating and how important that is. I think that this is where it becomes critical to even over communicate. If you are planning for the the worst, right? And and Roger, you mentioned you know paying attention to your loan covenants. This is where you need to start that dialogue with your lender now. You need to start having that conversation. Walk them through what your projections are. Walk them through what your plans are. Let them know if you think in week six you're going to run into a challenge or if you know if there's a certain scenario that it, that plays out that is going to impact you you need to have that conversation now so that you can plan again not waiting until you're in that moment and you're trying to figure out how to react but you you're already having that conversation so you're prepared i think that that's really important right now around communicating and you know so often when we think about communication in a business we think about intra-business communication, you know, business uh, communication within the four walls of the business, that's critical. But the point you just made is, is exceptionally important in these times, which is external communications with lenders and stakeholders, such as, uh, you know, maybe it's even equity investors as well. But those with uh, capital at risk in your business need to know what's going on. So what can companies do right now to maximize the working capital and liquidity? Um, the first thing we're thinking about is is obviously consider pulling on your lines of credit. If you don't have a line of credit in place, try to get one. Um, these are these are really important to help you through these tough times. That's what they're for. And so, if you can pull on those lines of credit, if you if you haven't maxed them out already, I would consider consider doing that. Um, you know, sometimes the carrying costs of the interest could be more acceptable to your business than you know waiting on that liquidity option. And and to the point Roger and Kim were just making picking up the phone and calling your lender and talking through, you know, what liquidity options do you have through the bank uh, are, are very, very important. Uh, banks are still lending today. That's what we're seeing. But, you know, you never know what's going to happen. As, as Roger, I think you mentioned it earlier, uh, a lot changed in the last three weeks. And, you know, I would expect over the course of the next three weeks as well that things will continue to evolve and change. And so keeping that in mind, I, I'd be on the phone with my bank um, almost daily and just asking them about that line of credit. If I haven't maxed it out yet, then, you know, what do they think about it going forward? What if uh, they, they pool their lending uh, going forward? And if, if you have a particular amount that they've uh, approved you for before, what if that goes away? What happens to your business? And, and again, we're not saying that that would happen tomorrow, but uh, we have to be thinking about worst case scenarios. So just be thinking about that for your lines of credit. Um, secondly, uh, there's a lot of SBA programs out there right now. Uh, obviously, you know, these are some great and attractive options for small businesses if you qualify. Uh, we have several podcasts um, that we've been releasing related to that. And so we would recommend that, you know, try to listen to those podcasts and uh, discuss with your advisors and lenders uh, on your best possible options under these programs. Uh, third, renegotiate your long term contracts. It goes back to what we just talked about picking up the phone and calling you know, stakeholders in your business. Uh, in this case, we would say, you know, call your lender and, and you know, unrelated to the, to the line of credit, but think about your, your more long-term arrangements with those banks. You know, can you ask for a debt service holiday? Can you get an interest only period, even if it's for a month or two or three? 
see if you can't pull that off if not six months um, think about longer amortization periods asking them to try to try to draw down your debt service payments per month just to, just to alleviate a little bit of cash and I think Kim you mentioned it earlier but your covenants you know those are really important right now and if, if you've blown them you've blown them but you know bad news doesn't get better with time is, is what we say and so I would say pick up the phone and talk about your covenants and see if you can't get some waivers or if they can change the calculations for you given the time. Um, also related to this, you know, think about calling your landlords and uh, seeing if you can get some rent reductions or rent holidays of some sort, uh, at least for a temporary period. Again, looking out, you know, at least three months, possibly six, even 12 months, just trying to, to renegotiate what appears to be a fixed cost. And we'll talk about this later, but trying to make it more variable than fixed at this point. So. Um, we would say communication, very, very big deal. And in all of these, these particular um, options, I would suggest, you know, picking up the phone and communicating with that particular stakeholder. Yeah, Handy, if I can piggyback uh, for a minute, because you caused me to think about something. And when, you, when you're talking about looking at loan covenants and the like, um, you know, on the sales side of, uh, of the business as well, I think now might be a good time to to go back and look at contracts and credit terms relating to customers because you know you uh, business may have uh, become complacent about the enforcement of certain you know elements of their contracts or or credit terms and now is a is a great time to rein those things back in if if, if they become too lenient there. Um, I also think about the entire process of getting in raw materials and ultimately turning that to cash. You know, that's so important that, that, that businesses think about getting in raw materials, making, turning those into finished goods, turning finished goods into a bill and into accounts receivable, and then turning accounts receivable into cash. And right now in this environment, those activities that don't um, result in advancing elements of working capital into its most liquid form are less important. Um, and um, I, I think the focus needs to be on turning things to cash as, as quickly and as efficiently as possible within businesses. Um, you know, I also think about prepaid assets. You know, if you've got prepaid insurance that you pay ahead of time, you know, you may want to call those, some of those vendors and say, hey, can I go to a month to month? And, um, and then, you know, you could you could do some of the same sort of liquidity management on the uh, accounts payable side of your operations as well and just see what kind of terms you can you can work or negotiate in terms of slowing down the outflow of cash as well yeah great points roger and definitely on the operating side of the business when you think about your customers and your vendors and and what makes your business tick uh not forgetting that that you're gonna your relationship is extremely important with both sides, right? Both your customer and your vendor. And so talking to them about, you know, what you're trying to do and, and discussing your plans and, and hearing their plans as well and working together to get through this tough time, I think could make y'all's relationships a little bit stronger. But just don't forget not to uh, burn any bridges in this particular situation because you, you will want to work with these guys after, after you know, we emerge from this. Those are some um, really good points, guys, on increasing working capital, adding cash, liquidity to your business. I'm curious, is it possible to, to have too much working capital or liquidity right now? And uh, I would ask, you know, in a similar vein, is all working capital equal to this degree? Yeah, so as I hear you, there are really two questions there. And one is, the, the first one is, is the easier one, which is, is all working capital created equally? And 
you know, the answer I'll refer back to, you know, what I was just saying a, a moment ago, Paul, which is um, the answer is no. You know, cash is king. Hanny said that to start the the, the entire podcast. And um, anything that, that your business can do to work its levels of working capital from those things that are less liquid to those things more liquid, um, th those are those are good efforts. You know, I, I think that it is critical to think about, okay, yes, you can have too much working capital, but if that's in the form of cash, the answer might be, well, no, you can't have too much working capital. So the level of working capital might depend on what it's made of. And the more of it that is made of cash, the better. So Roger, most companies' largest line item is payroll, right? And there's not much negotiation that you can do. I, I don't think most employees are going to want to work out some sort of extended payment term for you to pay them, but what are some things that you can do to try to mitigate the impact that payroll has on your company when you're specifically talking about working capital? And and in many cases right now, businesses that are in crisis mode of trying to stabilize working capital. So what are some things that they can quickly do to make payroll? Yeah. Um... You know, I, I would say that it's the it's the cost containment uh, piece. Uh, you know, recognizing that that money is fungible. If a company saves money in one area, it frees up money to use in another area. And so, if if a company is getting close on that payroll obligation, um, you know, there might be other areas where it just has to cut in order to to meet its payroll obligation. Um, you know, we may talk about this in more detail when we get into cost containment, but, you know, in reality, I think more costs are variable than a lot of companies think they are. And the more financial stress they're facing, the more they need to examine that issue. But to me, again, it goes back primarily to this issue of how can I contain cost and then recognizing that a dollar saved in one place can be a dollar deployed in another. Um, and then, you know, that cost containment can be in, in operations. It can be in trying to renegotiate long-term commitments, um, you know, your rent, your mortgage, your, your, your leases, you know, just looking under all of those rocks for money that, that you could free up to move around within the company. Hey, Roger, those are some really good points, but I want to make sure the listeners uh, know that um, there are a lot of um, SBA funds available that, that, that we talked about in a previous podcast. So um, to all of our listeners, if you want to go back to that, uh, one, of the, one of the first special edition podcasts we have, we talked specifically about the 7A payroll protection program. So make sure you listen to that podcast again. So Hanny, here on The Wrap, we'd like to wrap it up in 60 seconds or less. You know, what are some of those things that you want our listeners to, to go away with from, from all that we've discussed so far? I'll try to keep this short and sweet, but cash is king. I would say obsess over it right now. That that's what it takes. Reduce your cash burn rate without choking the business. Um, that's number one. Number two, have a solid plan and follow it. Execution is extremely critical. So, you know, it doesn't have to be perfect, but uh, be smart, be deliberate, and take action immediately. And then uh, third, I would say extreme focus and discipline. Uh, these are some trying times right now, and this is this is an opportunity to to separate yourself from the competition and, and emerge stronger. So be extremely focused and be extremely disciplined. Well, thank you both for your time on this. Absolutely. And I, just, I know there are so many 
business owners that are, their goal is to keep their employees working and keep their customers being serviced and they're struggling with what decisions to make in order to set themselves up for the long term, but also the critical things that need to be made today. You know, they're short-term big decisions that have to be made. And so I think that these are things that every business owner needs to consider. And, you know, as always, we would recommend that they consult with an advisor to make sure that they're taking all of the things into consideration that they need to. Um, but I think this has been very helpful. So thank you both for your time today. Thanks, guys. We appreciate it. Thanks for having sure. us. Yeah. And that's a wrap. If you're enjoying the podcast, please leave a review on your streaming platform. To check out more episodes, subscribe to our podcast series, or make a suggestion for other topics to cover, visit us at warrenaverett.com forward slash the wrap.